Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. It's time to talk all things Dirty Birds. It's Falcons Flyover. On Sports Radio 92.9, the game. Back at it in the Kia Studios on Sports Radio 92.9, the game. John Chuckery Show live on this Thursday evening, 404-741-0929. That's our Solomon Brothers Diamond text line if you want to be a part of the show. Honestly, AppSite catches on the go. Social media at 929, the game. I'm at JMCH316. He's at underscore Dylan Matthews. This course tonight, look at all things Atlanta Falcons. It is the Falcons flyovers. The Falcons are going to be heading up playing the Detroit Lions coming up tomorrow night. Don't forget, all of your action is right here on the home of the Atlanta Falcons. 4 o'clock pregame, 6 o'clock kick. Uh, pre-post game, uh, by the way, going to be uh, my friends Chris Goforth and the returning Harper LaBelle is coming back for pre- and post-game uh, for the Falcons um, this year. So excited about that. Uh, actually talked to Harper for about an hour the other day, catching up with him. Been a while since I had talked to Harper, so I was glad to see that he was uh, coming back. So Chris and Harper will have the pre and post course. Dave and West will have the call during the game for you. And um, we talked a little bit about what we're looking for tomorrow night. We'll get back into that conversation a little bit later on this evening. All right, pro football focus. Bold predictions for every NFL team um, this year. And they've been going by division with it. So they have their NFC South bold predictions. Now, I got to be honest with you. I don't know how bold these predictions are, but okay. So they give three bold predictions, all right? See if you think these are bold or not. Ready? Number one, Desmond Ritter is the starter by midseason. Quote, there's a degree of optimism surrounding Marcus Mariota from the brief glimpses we saw of him as a backup with the Raiders, and the combination of him and Arthur Smith's offense is intriguing. Still, Mariota is a player who looks worse the more he plays. If he uh, played his way to the bench in Tennessee... While we may see a brief spark of excitement early on, there's a good chance the Falcons end up motivated to see what they have in rookie Desmond Ritter sooner rather than later. Mariota has three seasons with a sub-70 PFF grade, not counting the 24 snaps we saw of him last season as a gimmick addition to the Raiders' offense. Okay. Um, starter by midseason. Well, it could be injury because, let's face it, Mariota's been a guy who's always hurt, right? I mean, that's always been his thing, too, is... He can't stay healthy for an entire year. So, eh, okay. I don't know how bold that is, but all right. Number two, Atlanta's offense ranks in the top half this season. Hmm. Falcons hammered the franchise reset button when they traded away Matt Ryan. Uh, And on paper, this team isn't in good shape at all, but the offense has the potential to be very surprising. Playmakers at multiple positions as well as an athletic rushing threat at quarterback. 
Falcons offense at a minimum is very difficult to match up with for opposing defenses. Patterson had a career year at running back last season, earning an 81.3 PFF grade. Combination of Pitts and Drake Leonard represent a pair of massive receivers with the athleticism to cause major problems. Falcons may be bad this season, but the offense may not be. Okay, all of that comes down to one thing. And I, and I don't dispute necessarily what their point is. All of that comes down to one thing. Not their quarterback, not Patterson, not Pitts, not London, none of that. All of that comes down to one thing. Dylan, ask me what that one thing is. What's that one thing? The offensive line. If your quarterback is running for his life, then you ain't going to be a top-half offense in the league. If you can't run the football, you won't be a top-half offense in the league. Falcons had the fourth-fewest yards in the NFL last year. That's with Matt Ryan and Calvin Ridley in the offense. They had the fourth-few, and that's with Pitts as well. They had the fourth-fewest yards in the NFL last year. So they got a ways to go, but if their offensive line is not better, which was 29th in the league last year, they ranked out and graded out as 29th in the NFL along their offensive line last year. If they're that way again, they won't be a top-half offense. You, you, it's just that's too much for them to overcome. And then third, the defense will be one of the worst in the NFL. As encouraging as the offense may be, the defense looks concerning. For years, Atlanta relied on Grady Jarrett and Deion Jones as starters. Jarrett's 67.6 PFF grade and 36 pressure last season were both his lowest marks in 2016, and he rushed the passer around 150 fewer times that year. Jones is coming off a 34.6 overall grade and just doesn't look like the same players they did early in his career. Well, part of that's the scheme and system that they have uh, as well. As great as as A.J. Terrell was last season, Cornerback is uh, volatile, and any kind of regression wouldn't be a shock. For this defense to be among the league's worst, it would need immediate positive for, for it to not be among the league's worst. It would need immediate positive contributions from rookies such as Arnold Levicati and Troy Anderson at linebacker. Well, they're not going to get. I don't think Troy Anderson is going to get a chance to make a whole ton of plays because I don't think he's going to start the season. He gets some, but look, they might be. I trust in Dean Pease. I trust in what he says. And if you listen to Dean Pease, he ain't going to settle for all that. And if that means he's got to play different guys, do different things, then he's going to do it. Because he's not going to go out there and embarrass himself with having, you know, set the tone for what the defense is supposed to be and changing up the culture. And then they go out there and lay an egg. That's not going to happen. And if that means young guys don't play, old guys do play, whatever it takes, I think I have the confidence that Dean Pease is looking to get this thing fixed in a hurry. And I think he'll do what he has to do. Not necessarily, and I don't want to misinterpret it as that he'll push the panic button or anything like that, but I think he'll I think he'll move guys around, play different guys. Some guys will play, some guys won't play. You know, he'll put a scheme and a system in that maximizes the talent of these guys. And whatever that means, if that means, you know, regressing the playbook or whatever, remember that became an issue, the percentage of the playbook that, the Falcons were getting exposed to, and this, that, and the other. So, again, I don't know how bold these predictions are, but that's what Pro Football Focus has to say about it. All right, Yahoo has got some of the uh, futures betting on the Atlanta Falcons. So, we know about the four-and-a-half wins, right? That ties them with the Houston Texans for the fewest in the league. Uh, The Falcons are a plus 350 to finish with the fewest wins in the league. Only the Texans have better odds to finish with the 
fewest wins in the league. Atlanta is a plus 700 to make the playoffs. Um, Historically, that says that Atlanta, um, those odds for Atlanta give them about a 12% chance of making the playoffs. Only the Texans have worse odds to make the postseason. They are 28-1 to to win the NFC South. Those are the worst odds of any team to win its division. The Texans are 25 to 1 to win the AFC South. The Jets are 22 to 1 to win the AFC East. So the Falcons have the longest odds to win a division in the NFL this year. Uh, just 6% of the betting so far has have has Atlanta winning their division. Falcons are minus 275 to finish at the bottom of the division. Um, they are plus 500 to lose all six divisional games. They are 250 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. That's the second worst, only the Texans are worse. No team has had less money wagered on it in the Super Bowl futures market than the Falcons. They are 125 to 1 to represent the NFC in the Super Bowl. That's the worst in the NFC. And that's the worst of of any team. Uh, Yeah, the worst in the NFC. And no other team is lower than 80 to 1. So the Falcons are 125 to 1 to represent the NFC in the Super Bowl. The next team is 80 to 1. Uh, Let's see. Plus 225 to start the season 0 and 4. So they talk about how they have the Saints, Rams, Seahawks, and Browns in the first four games. So they are plus 225 to start 0 and 4. Plus 650 to finish with the fewest points scored in the league. That's the third best odds behind the Texans and the Bears. Well, I thought we have all the Chicago Bears players and GMs and coaches here. No. So there you go. So at least we're ahead of the Bears in odds to score points. Will a team go 0-17? Um, the Falcons right now are plus 900 in that category. So they're plus 900 to finish 0-17 on the season. Um, Mariota is a 20-1 to uh, to win the NFL Comeback Player of the Year award. He's a 66-1 to to lead the league in passing. Uh, only Davis Mills and Zach Wilson have higher odds than that. 100-1 to to lead the league in passing touchdowns. That ties him with Justin Fields and Mitch Trubisky as the worst quarterbacks. London is 10-1 to to win the Offensive Rookie of the Year. That's the fourth best among offensive rookies. London's 101 to lead the league in receiving yards. That um, uh, that's one of the lowest totals. Pitts Pitts is 50 to one to lead the league in receiving yards. That's 24th best in the league. And again, as we said, the Falcons are a one point underdog with a uh, 35 and a half over under for total points in the game tomorrow. So if you want to bet tomorrow, Falcons are a one point underdog. And 35 and a half is the uh, under, or sorry, over under uh, for the game. Um, their week one matchup against the Saints, they're a 41 and a half point over under. That's the lowest for any week one game in the league. So there you go. There's some of the odds about where the Falcons stand. So you want to put some money down? I think the I think four and a half on the over is is the best play out of all of that. So we will uh, we will see. Um, but. 
All right, so this is from a, a website called TheDefector.com. You ever heard of them before, TheDefector.com? All right, this is from a guy named Drew McGarry. Not, not Caleb McGarry, but Drew McGarry, M-A-G-A-R-Y. Title of the article, Wire Team Sucks 2022 Edition, The Atlanta Falcons. Okay, um, they talk about your coach. They say, Arthur Smith. I don't say this out of vanity, but I am much better looking than Arthur Smith. I am gorgeous. Arthur Smith looks like somebody that needs to be biopsied. Is he a good coach? Probably not. Okay. They talk about Marcus Mariota at quarterback. Um, they talk about how Mariota is going to have to operate once against behind one of the pro football focuses' worst offensive lines in the NFL. Um, Damian Williams coming over from Chicago to pair with Cordero Patterson. Um, bah, 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 bah. Anyway, all right. So this is a really stupid article uh, that's out there. So, um, and then they, then they, then they uh, also like start quoting some Falcons fans. <sighs> Can I ask a question? Let me just ask a dumb question. How is Defector.com in business? Can I ask? Like, I get that they're probably going through every team in the league and doing this. I mean, here's some of the titles of the articles that they have. The AL Central Disgusts Me. The Power of Shutting Up. Morton uh, Sokokis is Too Quiet to Forget. Um, Alavila Dug His Own Grave. I challenge you to find a more useless NFL record than the Ravens' preseason win streak. There's never a bad time for Moneyball clips. Manchester United so pitiful, I almost feel bad. What was that? What was the name of that website that went out of business a few years ago that had all these? Um, Deadspin, right? Deadspin.com. They went out of business? I think they did. I think they went under. I don't, oh. I, is there still a Deadspin? I don't know. Let me look it up. I thought Deadspin went out of business. This might be modern-day Deadspin with how stupid this website is. And, and if you are listening to this and you are a writer or contributor to Defector.com, here's what I would tell you. Quit your job because McDonald's is hiring. That has to be more <laughs> honorable than this. I mean, just like this almost sounds like it's just a person who got a – URL or, you know, whatever, a domain name. This sounds like a person mm-hmm. got a domain name, and it's just one person doing random stuff in their basement, writing random articles because they don't have a life. Yeah. That's what um, it sounds like to me. Ray Ratto is one of the writers. I think he does some NFL stuff. Um, this uh, Drew McGarry has multiple articles up. He's got the Bears. He's got the Falcons. Chris Thompson's a writer on here. Bill Hazley. Kelsey McKinney. Aye, 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 aye. But yeah, I mean this this is this is trash. I went to Deadspin and like there's still there's like a website. Okay, but when's the I most recent article that's been done by Deadspin? Let me see. Because that's the thing. I don't know that they've done anything recently or not for Deadspin. Because that that's the thing. I don't I don't know that they I don't know that they've done anything. Oh no! So they have an article up today about uh, the NBA retiring Bill Russell's number. Okay. By the way, the NBA retired number six across the league. We didn't get to that story, but they retired number six across the league. You have the option this year. You can either wear the number for the rest for this season 
or you can change numbers um, for this year if you want. But yes, the NBA is retiring number six across the uh, NBA. But yeah, the 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 what did I say the thing was the defactor or defractor or defender or the the dopey, Def, the, yeah, the, 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 the the dopey or whatever like that. Anyway, more to come when we get back. Chuck in the Key Studio, Sports Right Now, the game, Odyssey.com now. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can Put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Back to more John Chuckery. He's in the zone. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Hey, all the sports, music, news, and podcasts you want are all for free on the Odyssey app. Download it today. And uh, don't forget, dive into the history and culture of baseball's unofficial rulebook with Unwritten, a new podcast hosted by former players Ron Darling and Jimmy Rollins. Uh, This week on the episode, it's Albert Pujols talking about how to treat rookies. Download Unwritten for free on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast from. 404-741-0929. That's the Solomon Brothers Diamond text line if you want to be a part of the show. Odyssey app is how you catch us on the go. Social media at 9th in the game. At JMCH316. He's at underscore Dylan Matthews. If uh, you missed our interview with Dave Cohen earlier, we're talking some uh, Georgia State football with him, with the voice of the longtime voice of the uh, Georgia State Panthers. We will uh, replay that uh, at 940 for you uh, here this evening. So we're going to try to hit up as many of the local teams uh, around here as uh, we can. We'll talk about when we get to the college football roundup, but tonight the FCS power rankings are are out, and there is a team local to the area that uh, that made the top ten. So we will um, we will talk about that here in just a little bit. Earlier today, though, our buddy D. Orlando Ledbetter joined Dukes and Bell talking about the Falcons as they get ready for tomorrow night's game. Don't forget, uh, all the action right here on the home of the Falcons, 9 to 10 the game. Pre-game at 4 o'clock, 6 o'clock will be the kick. Wes and Dave will have the call. Chris Goforth and Harper LaBelle will be on 
before and post-game uh, as well. So all the action right here. So no show for us tomorrow night, but um, we'll be back live from Mercedes-Benz on Monday. But Carl, start off by asking D-Led about what he thought about the battle for the offensive line and how it's shaping up. Yeah, no question about it. Thanks, guys, for having me. Uh, yeah, that's going to be a big part of it. They're rotating that center. Uh, I expect Drew Dahlman to get it. He's their guy they draft. I uh, expect him to get it over Hennessy. He's getting a shot to, uh, uh, you know, win the job. The left guard, uh, Mayfield's just not uh, doing very well right now. He's uh, losing his one-on-one. He's, uh, you know, has a lower back. So they're going with Elijah Wilkerson over there for now. So, uh, and Taylor McGarry is, is winning his battle against Jermaine and Fetty. Uh, he's been, a uh, you know, number one out of the gate, hasn't given up his spot. So, um, you know, with that, the key is going to be, can this unit here start gelling together and, uh, you know, figure out a way to get the 31st ranked running game going this season. Mm. And by the way, what's that running rotation going to look like? Damian Williams? I mean, is Algier done enough to be 50-50 with Cordero Patterson, or is it going to be by committee all season? No, not all season, Mike, but I don't think the rookie's going to – I think it's you know going to start with the vets, uh, Patterson and uh, Damian Williams, uh, you know, and then, uh, you know, they're going to try to spot play the rookie and uh, increase his workload over the course of the season. So, uh, he looks good. Bill Polian had great things to say about him. I was talking to him. He's out there this week. Um, he doesn't know if the kid has the burst to, to sustain it and be able to, you know, carry the load. Uh, uh, you know, a heavier load, but, you know, he certainly uh, uh, looks the part in practices uh, when they're not really tackling to the ground. Deal led better our guests. All right, tell our listeners what you think about what you've seen from Desmond Ritter, and then how much time do you think we'll see him tomorrow in this first preseason game? Yeah, I expect, um, I expect to see him a lot. I expect to see him get the second quarter, the third, and, uh, you know, Maybe the fourth, depending on some of the fourth, because uh, they've been getting Franks ready here the last couple of days to mop up and so forth, giving working two-minute drills and stuff like that. Um, you know, I've seen a, a rookie who's hesitant on some of his throws, but he's not as scared to uh, get it down the field. That's what I like. Uh, I see him, you know, taking his shots. He's not uh, checked down Charlie. So uh, when you get in the game tonight, look for him to take <laughs> Look for him to go at Cam Batson or uh, Stanley Berryhill. Uh, you know, if they give him some time, he's going to get it out and get it down the field. So that's pretty exciting. Uh, if the rookie can, you know, they haven't been connecting on those passes, but, heck, it looks good to see the ball going down the field like that. And we'll see um, if he does that uh, tomorrow night against the Lions. Yeah, it's our man, D. Orlando Ledbetter, guys, from the AJC, breaking it down here on the WaitFor.com hotline. The way we've seen it, D, and feel free to uh, jump in, is defense was getting the better of the offense for much of the camp that we got to see. And it was only really this week we started to see the ball getting completed more often. Yeah, no doubt. They definitely uh, know what they're doing. They have their defensive playing down. Uh, and, you know, you're seeing the same offense every every single day. So, yeah, you can kind of start jumping routes and stuff. So you want to see uh, what they do against a different offense uh, Friday night. But, yeah, that defense is coming together. You don't know how sturdy they are against the run up front, but uh, they they certainly are playing the ball in the air well, and that goes beyond you know AJ Terrell, Jalen Hawkins, Richie Grant, uh, you know, and, and Casey Hayward. Darren, you know, other guys like Darian Hall are jumping up and looking pretty good. The uh, Alfred, uh, the Valentine kid, mm-hmm. is out there getting some action too. So you know, if these guys can do that. Uh, 
in the games, then you know you got a better secondary, and that that'll that'll be uh, a major step forward here for the Atlanta Falcons. D, talk to us about these wide receivers. Uh, are they catching the ball? Are, are they are they doing what what you think they should be doing? I know we've been talking to coaches and whatnot up there, but everybody's excited about Drake London and company. We talked to Brian Edwards. We think he could be a nice addition. Tell us about these wide receivers. Yeah, yeah, I like both of those guys. Uh, you know, um, you know, they're supposed to look good running on the air and uh, and seven on seven and so forth. But those guys are making tough catches. Uh, you know, coming out of the break, Cal, of course, Kyle Pitts looks great. Uh, you know, doing uh, a lot of different things they they have him doing. Uh, you know, London. Uh, once the pads went on, you didn't see him making as many catches, but that was expected. Uh, they have him listed fifth on the depth chart, which I think is a joke. But <laughs> um, you know, Cordarrelle Hodge is uh, listed, and Alameda the kids are listed as the top receivers, but. Hey, whatever. We'll see, um, you know, as things unfold here the rest of the offseason. But, uh, yeah, those guys look good. The uh, top line, then the backup, the um, the guys behind them, Alameda Sakia's, uh, Cam Batson, uh, Demir Bird, little small, fast guys. You, you won't be able to keep all three of them, but they can get open deep. And uh, the big guys are, you know, running the uh, inside routes. And uh, behind uh, the main guys, Auden Tate doesn't really um, – he looks like he's lumbering a little bit. And uh, Hodge is more of a blocker wide receiver. So, I mean, you know, that's that's where we're at with the group. But uh, they've been catching the ball, and we'll see uh, how they do tomorrow night. Yeah, we had a good conversation with Frank Darby. Just need less lip and more grip, and maybe he can contribute too. Hey, it's Adir Orlando Ledbetter with us here on Dukes and Bell. D, you and I were chatting with Carl earlier, I think it was Tuesday, and Bill Polian was up at Falcons camp, and you brought up the point that was overheard Polian saying, we got big linebackers. Nobody does this anymore. It's like us and the Packers are the only teams that are kind of using that kind of personnel in a passing league. Is it going to work? Um, I understand what they're trying to do. Me and Bill talked about that. Um, he was saying even Belichick gotten away from bigger linebackers. But the Falcons were – I went and looked up, looked it up afterwards. The Falcons were 27th against the run. And so, you know, that was because they don't have a big linebacker. So they want to stop the run first. Then they'll figure out how to cover people. Because, you know, if you, <laughs> people run the ball, you, you're, at, you're, at the, you're at their mercy. Because, you know, the, yeah, they were 17th against the pass. But that was because nobody had to pass. You know, the, just go to the Buffalo game when the Falcons were playing good with Buffalo. What they do? They loaded up the ball, loaded up um, uh, the little tailback and Josh Allen and ran the ball right down their throats in the fourth quarter to win that game. So you know, you got to stop people. Got to stop the run first. That's why he's going with the big linebackers, and then uh, then he he'll worry about the nickel and getting some speed out there and trying to cover people. D, uh, I know you're going to be watching a bunch of things tomorrow. Give us one thing that you think Falcon fans should be on the lookout for, because we're going to see a lot of personnel. We know this is not going to be, you know, first team all game. Give give Falcon fans, hey, check this out. What would you say? Yeah, it's an easy one, Carl. Hey, the quarterback. Yeah. Let's <laughs> see what he does, how to use them. Is he rolling out? Is he shotgun? Uh, is he on the mark with his passes? Uh, you know, it's first time in 15 years they have a new quarterback. So if he's in, I'm 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 thinking 10 to 15 plays. I want to heavily scrutinize those 10 to 15 plays that the quarterback is in there. This is an easy one for the Falcons. 
You, you, you know, watch the quarterback. He'll start getting into the guard and the tackle and all the other, uh, you know, you know, uh, bonus stuff. But, yeah, the quarterback, that's the easy one for this game. You got a new quarterback, see what he can do. They got to show something, and we're going to see what they show tomorrow with Marcus Mariota at the helm. Is Marcus Mariota just kind of a different style of guy? I mean, we've talked about, but the leadership, Dan Quinn was going to ask some questions. Or, I mean, Dan Quinn, that's a throwback. Uh, Arthur Smith was asked some questions about, you know, the vibe. You know, because Matt would be really nice and polite, then he'd get on the field, and he would be a boss when he had you, Matt Ryan. Do you think Mariota can reignite his career? Because we did a whole thing uh, earlier in the week about guys who lost their starting job and had a hard time getting that juice back. Yeah, he's got to be himself, though. I mean, that's not who he is. He's not. He just hasn't been that guy. And, uh, uh, you know, uh, he's got to, uh, you know, lead the way he does. You know, he may be a guy that um, is not in your face guy. He may be a guy pull off to the side guy, uh, turn his back and talk to you that way. Uh, but whatever it is, however he leads, he's got to figure it out now. He's 28, uh, last chance you for him now. Mm-hmm. Uh, you seeing guys that were drafted really high get a second chance. And um, Tannehill's the, the case. Uh, you got him, Mariota, here. We're seeing Trubisky starting in Pittsburgh. You know, he was drafted ahead of uh, Deshaun and those guys and so forth. So, you know, these guys are going, they're going to get a shot because they had talent. Um, you know, they, they the guy won the Heisman Trophy, is number two overall. You see Jameis getting a second shot in New Orleans. So um, who's going to make the most of it? We'll see here. We'll know real quick uh, about hmm. six games in if uh, Mariota's revived his career or not. Great stuff, D. Always a pleasure, man. Looking forward to seeing him uh, tomorrow after watching all these damn practices and getting the preseason underway. Appreciate you as always. Make sure you read his stuff, guys, AJC.com. Thanks, man. You're welcome. Take care, guys. Thanks for having me. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Back to more John Chuckery. No, 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 I'm having a good time. Having a good time. Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. Back with you, the John Chuckery Show. Live in the Key Studios on this Thursday evening. 404-741-0929. That is the Solomon Brothers Diamond Tech line to be a part of the show. Odyssey app is how you catch us when you're on the go. 
Social media at 9 on the game. I'm at JMSH316. He's at underscore Dylan Matthews. Uh, do want to mention two hours from right now, we will be doing rank them tonight since we are off tomorrow. No Friday show. Normally Tuesdays and Fridays we do rank them because I like to keep it special. Unlike Dylan with Chris and anybody else. But no, uh, we'll do rank them coming up at 1040 this evening. So feel free to hit us up. I know Rusty asked uh, earlier about that. So hit us up with your list. You can do it on the text line. You can tweet me uh, out of all of it. Um, so hit us up with that because we'll do that coming up at 1040. I, dare I ask you this question, Dylan? Um, have you seen the movie Field of Dreams? I have seen bits and pieces of it, but I have not seen it beginning to end. Okay. Because they um, – are you familiar with anybody who stars in that movie? No, not really. Okay. Kevin Costner? Oh, yeah, yeah, him. Yeah, okay. I forgot about him. Forgot yeah, the reason I ask is they, they have, tonight they're having the Field of Dreams game. We talked about the corn lager and stuff like that. But, right. But they're doing – you know, and look, I think that this thing is awesome. I just wish it wasn't every year. But, again, you know, like they can't help themselves. If there's money involved, we got to have it, right? But the Cubs and the Reds are playing at, in, you know, it's the, it's the actual stadium where Field of Dreams was filmed and all that kind of stuff. And it is a baseball field and all that. And it's it's awesome. I mean, it really is. An, I mean, last year was phenomenal when they started all this thing up. And it, it is awesome. I just wish it wasn't every year. But, again, like everything, right, you can't help yourself. When there's money involved, we have to overdo it, overexpose it and everything like that. But I'm surprised that you – can I tell you one of my – let me say this before I, I make a comment bad about you. But um, one of my favorite baseball cards that I have is Topps did a um, a set a few years ago. Like, like you know, Topps puts out, like, a set of cards for that year. Oh, yeah. Okay? And, like, one of the insert sets within that set of cards a few years ago – was a throwback to Field of Dreams because, I don't know, whatever it was. It was the 30-year anniversary or whatever it was, okay? Okay. So they had, like, a bunch of insert cards. So they had, like, Kevin Costner and and different people like that. And I have uh, – I I hit in, in a – I bought a box of, of Topps cards, and one of the things I hit as, as an insert was not just the Kevin Costner card – but it's an autograph. It's a hand autograph card. Hey. Right? So it's Kevin Costner autographed the card. And it's really cool. That's awesome. Yeah, it's one of my favorite uh, cards. Kevin Costner's autograph and everything uh, out of all of it. But anyway, um, but the Field of Dreams thing is, is very, very cool. Like I said, I just I wish they would do it maybe like once every five years and keep it special. But you know how it is. They have no discipline. And when there's money involved, they can't do any of that uh, that crazy kind of uh, stuff. It's just like me. I can't help when you're gone and Chris go for this here, but do rank them every yeah, night. Yeah, no, listen, that's fine. Which, I mean, listen, that's that's you guys. You do your thing. But, um, but no, uh, listen, Field of Dreams is, you know, steak. I heard steak this morning. I was listening to the Steak and Sandra, the uh, the Steakhouse, 9 to 11 uh, weekdays uh, here on 92 of the Game. So I was listening to Steak and Sandra this morning, and they were talking about steak asked, um, I, I don't remember, it might have been Rapid Fire, uh, Rapid Fire! Anyway. Um, John, no, not, not, not freaky. Yeah, not freaky. But rapid fire! Anyway. Wolverton, where are we? Uh, anyway. Some, there'll be six of you that know that reference. Uh, but they were, he was asking about most overrated sports movies. And I think somebody did say Field of Dreams. Because a lot of people are saying Rudy. Have you ever seen Rudy? I have seen Rudy. Okay. You like it? It's okay. I not think bad. it's a really good movie. Yeah, I, I love it. It's pretty Rudy. good. Um, 
this was my over. I I because I I tweeted at stake. This was my overrated sports movie. This will get me in trouble. Remember the Titans. Come on, John. Yeah, remember the Titans is vastly overrated. Overrated? Yeah. Overrated. How? It's just I, I just think it's kind of like eh, all right. No. It's fine. It's not overrated. I don't think it's all that great. Remember the Titans is one of the best sports movies ever. Okay. Says you. And and a bunch of other people. I understand. They're all allowed to be wrong. There's a lot of people that think the earth is flat. That's true. So uh, not just Kyrie, not just Kyrie, but there are other people. No, but I, I, it's not a bad movie. I just don't think it's like the end. A lot of people think it's like the end-all, be-all of sports movies. I don't think that either. You know, I think people think that it's, you know, one of the great, you know, it may be the greatest sports movie. And, and listen, for you, it may be. I don't think Rudy's the worst. I don't think Rudy's overrated. I think Rudy's a fantastic story. I mean, and look, the problem with Rudy is the way that it ends. And all you got to do is ask Bob Golick. Bob Golick will set everybody straight. Like, Bob Golick is – Bob Golick was on that Notre Dame team. He, he, You know, he's from Northeast Ohio. He's from Cleveland, Ohio. All the Golicks are from, from Cleveland, Ohio. They all went to Cleveland St. Uh, St. Joseph St. Mary High School, an all-boys school up there. Um, great sports school. That's where uh, Clark Kellogg went to high school. I mean, great school up there. But, you know, he said, look, we didn't carry Rudy off on our shoulders and all this and the other. I mean, there's a lot of hyperbole that went along with Rudy, and I get that. But, but again, understand, you can't just tell the story as is. There always has to be a Hollywood element of it, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter if it's – what's that Mark Wahlberg one where he's the Eagles player that, that tries out the uh, Philip Apolli movie? Oh, I haven't seen like that Unbroken one. or Unwritten or, okay. I don't know, one of our podcasts or whatever names uh, <laughs> you know out there. But, again, if you look at Papali, what he looks like, and then stand Mark Wahlberg next to him, they don't look anything alike. Like Mark Wahlberg is about twenty five thousand times more handsome, so you got to have a guy that that doesn't look like he got mushed in the face, right? And and the story's a little bit hokey too, but you know, again, they have to Hollywood some of this stuff up. And look, the laying the jerseys down and Rudy didn't happen either, right? But I mean, you have to give it some Hollywood stuff. Now Dan Devine was not real happy about how he was portrayed as the Notre Dame head coach in that movie. He was not happy with his portrayal in Rudy, and that's the coach who finally plays Rudy is Dan Devine. Uh, he came after Era Parsege. When Era, when Era resigned, Dan Devine came from the NFL. I think he was the OC for the Packers, I think, and he came and coached Notre Dame. But he doesn't like the way he's portrayed in that movie. So I get it. But remember, these movies have to be, when they're based on a true story, you know they're going to Hollywood it up, right? Like they're going to take some, what's the term, creative liberties with these movies and stuff like that. They have to add some dramatization yeah, like, to like it. Yeah, you have to you have to cuz again, you can't make movies like that that just appeal to hardcore sports fans, right? It's like everything. Right. You have to appeal to everybody. And and sometimes you have to gimmick it up, right? Sometimes you have to have Doink the Clown, Fake Razor, Fake Diesel, TL Hopper, right? You have to throw a gimmick in there. And you have to, you know, kind of, well, you know, for the sake of the story, this is what we added in and this that, and the other. So, you know, again, I think Rudy's tremendous. I don't know why people think that movie's overrated. If you take it for what it is, take it for there is a lot of truth to the story, but there is some hyperbole in Hollywood to it, right? That's true for everything. Like, I don't, is there any movie that's been made in Hollywood based upon a real thing that's factually accurate? Did, did all that stuff, is that how the Titanic went down? They found some old woman that, that had her necklace that she was looking for in the Titanic. I mean, did all that happen? See, we accept it in those kinds of things, but when it's sports and stuff like that, we don't always accept it, you know, whatever out there. But anyway, I, I 
look, even movies like Ray, you know, are a little bit over the top on some of the things that they that they get into in this, that, and the other. But anyway, everybody has to Hollywood things up. That's why when I saw those previews for Elvis, I was like, I don't want to go see this. I I I I know enough about Elvis. I've read enough <laughs> books about Elvis. I don't I don't want to buy into some of this stuff or whatever like that. But anyway, all in, right. In my opinion, real quick, Gridiron Gang is a uh, underrated. Uh, That's the one with the Rock, movie. right? Uh huh. Yeah. The Rock's a football coach. Yeah, I'm halfway okay. joking when I say that. Too. Okay. <laughs> um, if it's got The Rock, I'm surprised Kevin Hart wasn't in that movie too. He wasn't surprised, hot yet. <laughs> surprised, surprised Kevin Hart wasn't on the other sideline coaching against The Rock or whatever like that. All right. Anyway, let's get to something we call What's Bugging Chuckery. Don't look now, but somebody out there just got Chuckery ticked off. <laughs> like, that's hard. Don't make me angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. It's time for What's Bugging Chuckery on Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. Speaking of gimmicks and having to Hollywood things up, Antonio Brown speaking today, talking about his biggest regret. Was this on, was this on his IG I believe it was. He posted okay. it everywhere because I saw it on Twitter too. Yes. He posted it on Twitter. Well, it's on his Twitter page because yeah. I'm reading it right off of his Twitter page. Yeah. But I think, but the way that this picture and post is, uh, this yeah. looks like something from Instagram. Right. So either he got it on Facegram or Instabook or, you know, I know he's got it on the on the Twit Take and all this kind of stuff. So anyway, here's what he said talking about his biggest regret. Quote, my biggest regret in my career doesn't involve calling my GM a cracker or showing up to Raiders camp late in a hot air balloon with frozen feet, or throwing rocks at that UPS driver, and it definitely doesn't involve taking my shirt off and doing a victory lap around the Jets stadium mid-game while throwing up deuces. My biggest regret is that I'll never get to see me, Antonio Brown, play a game live. Sure, I can watch the game afterwards, but I can't imagine that was... I can't imagine what that was like for you, for you all to see something like that, like watching the Beatles or Jesus perform at Red Rocks. Now, I thought John Tesh played at Red Rocks. Didn't John Tesh play there? Can I tell you what my biggest regret is? That I just read that out loud. <laughs> and and I because now I want to go hang myself from a shower head. Is this guy insane? Yes. Okay. I mean... He, his biggest regret is he can't watch himself play. Okay. Um, imagine this guy if he could have kept his head on straight. Um, imagine the money and the winning and everything else he could have had. Because, listen, he could still be on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And, and it it's a shame when you have to have a guy that is that good. And I guess maybe that... Isn't that part of what makes some athletes good is that they are a little bit, you know, you know, full of themselves. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, full of themselves, but also a little bit crazy. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I you mean, got to be wired. different, Right. Yeah, exactly. That's a good that's a good way to say it. You have to be wired a little bit differently because there's no doubt about it. At his at, at his peak performance, he is as outstanding a wide receiver as you could be. Right. You know, him and Julio were neck and neck for the best wide receivers in the NFL. No doubt about it. I mean, he is an outstanding football player, but he is wired differently, to quote Dylan. And he's nuts. And I can't imagine what that was like for you all to see something like that, like watching the Beatles or Jesus perform at Red Rocks. Like I said, I think I think John Tesh played at Red Rocks. Did Jesus play at Red Rocks? He might have. Who knows? Okay. Who opened for him? The Red Hot Chili Peppers or who opened for him? <laughs> 
don't know. <laughs> I, I thought I I think look up Red Rocks because I think John Tesh played a big concert at Red Rocks, and and I'm not gonna expect you to know who John Tesh is because yeah because you're because you're you're. you're He's a guy who's over the age of 45, so I doubt you would know who John Tesh is. But he did. He's a. He was on Entertainment Tonight for a whole long time. He did perform at Red Rocks. Yeah. He, he had a. Whole, he has a whole album that's called Live at Red Rocks. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Did anybody else play at Red Rocks? Let me see. Look and see if like Kenny G or anybody like that played at Red Rocks. Red Rocks concerts. Look. Look all that up. Put that on your gaggle machine, and and see what's out there. Put it on the uh, Yip You uh, machine. The the Yip You search browser or whatever or the gaggle or whatever but oh my god you know but listen hey give antonio brown credit man you know it's getting lots of attention dylan ask me how many likes he got on this twitter how many because i because i let me just full disclosure i liked it as well and i a lot of times i will like a tweet so that i can find it so i can go into my likes thing right and find it it's so like news stories or quotes like a lot of times I will go in and like something. News girls, you know, pretty ladies. You know, I'll like a whole bunch of things. <laughs> but I did like this tweet because I wanted to be able to find it pretty quickly. Okay? Right. How many likes do you think that this tweet got? I'm gonna say it got forty five point five thousand. One hundred and thirty six thousand wow. three hundred likes. Goodness. He got thirty six and a half thousand retweets. Sheesh. So he didn't get ratioed. No, he didn't get ratioed. But uh, yeah, listen, God bless. How many followers has he got? He's got he's got one point six million followers on Twitter. God bless him, man. A B man. Yeah. I mean, listen again. <laughs> Outstanding football player. Crazy as the day is long, though, man. Uh, hey, listen, good for him. I'm you know, listen, I wish that was my only regret. Because my regret, how many characters do you get on Twitter? They increased it, so I don't remember the number. All right. Uh, a couple few hundred? Yeah. Okay. It would take me 136,000 characters <laughs> to list out my biggest regrets. Like, I could I could start now, <laughs> and when we get back on Monday, I could still be going about my biggest regrets out there. You know, unfortunately, unlike the song My Way, you know, regrets, I've had a few. No, I've, I've had... I've had a whole lifetime of regrets that's available and out there. But anyway, what'd you find out about Red Rocks? So there's a there's a lot actually. Like okay. uh So like Zach, Kenny, I think Zach, Kenny Oh, Zach Brown? Zach Brown's okay. been there. Kenny G um, play out there? STS9. Let me see if Kenny G played there real quick. Let's see. But John Tesh is the famous one because like you said, he had a whole album of stuff that that was uh, on there. But God bless him. I mean, you know, listen. Whatever you got to do. Everybody's got to have a gimmick nowadays. Yes. Right? Kenny G was at uh, okay. Red, Red Rocks. Okay. Yes, See? he was. How about that? How about that pool, huh? He was there. He was there a few times, it looks like, because there's stuff from October 22nd, June 24th, September 25th. So it looks like he might have been there a few times. Okay. Very cool. Anyway, that's what's bugging Chuck Reed. All right. We get back from the top of the hour. You have to give the Brave Scouting Department a ton of credit. I'll explain why. Up next, Chuck Reed in the Key Studios. Sports right now to the game, Odyssey.com app. T 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.